Welcome, dear listeners, to A Mindful Bush Journey, the podcast where we embark on a transformative exploration of mindfulness and bliss. I'm your host, Kaylin Frechette, inviting you to join me on this enlightening voyage toward a more sense of mindful existence. In each episode, we'll delve into practical insights, personal experiences, and actionable tips to infuse your life with moments of pure bliss. Whether you're a seasoned mindfulness practitioner or just starting your journey, this podcast is your sanctuary for cultivating a life filled with presence, purpose, and extraordinary joy. So sit back, breathe deeply, and let's embark together on a Mindful Bliss journey. Welcome to today. Welcome back to a Mindful Bliss journey. We are going to unravel the threads of mindfulness and bliss in our everyday lives. This is your guide to a transformation journey, and we are going to be diving into the concept of immersion therapy today, a powerful tool to confront fears, break through discomfort, and live life boldly. So, many of you have commented on my seemingly fearless approach to life. The truth is, it wasn't always this way. I used to let fear dictate my choices, especially in the areas that terrified me, like flying. But one day, I decided that fear wasn't going to control my life anymore. In this episode, I want to share how immersion therapy transformed my relationship with fear and offer tips to help you integrate this powerful practice into your everyday life. So... A little bit of the why behind immersion therapy and why I'm so passionate about it. Growing up, my mom was afraid of everything and it led to having an imprint on me. She was afraid to let me do anything, which I totally understand. The world is a very scary place, especially being a parent now. I totally understand it. But she didn't live her life because she was afraid and it made me kind of live in that same way. And when I left the house, I really went a little bit crazy on just doing all of the things. And then when I started this self-discovery journey, um, a few, like five years, six, six years ago, it's been six years ago now, um, I found myself kind of slipping back into those habits So I wanted to dive into the why and why you should do it because it will transform your life. So for example, last night I brought out my sound bowls. My friend um, inspired me to do it. I I had my sound bowls. Now I play with my sound bowls all the time and I am qualified to teach them and to use them. I have all the credentials. I have the experience. I have all the tools and the knowledge. But when I hosted a a workshop several months ago, I had a few people who had kind of an adverse reaction to it and I let that fear seep in. I let that fear dictate and tell me that I wasn't capable of it and I was maybe doing something wrong. And I let that settle in deep into my soul. So recently I've been wanting to bring my sound bowls out on my yoga classes again. I have opened up a a personal studio here at my home uh, and I have an email list. If you want to join it, let me know. And I'm in uh, Albuquerque, Arizona, but I will be relocating to Matthews, North Carolina at the end of January and we'll be starting up again out there. 
So I started a home studio because I really wanted to just let my yogi fly. I wanted to not be in a box and I wanted to just be able to do whatever I wanted to do and the people that were here for it to experience it. So I've been wanting to do my sound bowls, but my friend and I were talking and I was, we were nervous. We were like, well, maybe we should do some trainings. Maybe we should um, go and do a class. But when we started looking into like specific classes, it was so expensive. So what I did was I reached out to, um, we have a shared mentor and I reached out to her and I told her everything that happened. I told her what happened um, at the workshop that I hosted and she said, Kaylin, this isn't the lack of your ability or your credential to be able to do this. What those people were experiencing was a detox and they weren't far enough in their journey to know that. And so what I did was I let that fear seep in and I let it hold me back. But now last night or two nights ago, my friend pulled out her sound bowls and she did it for our class and she was so empowered by it and I thought you know what if my little if my yogi friend can do that I can do it too so I brought out my sound bowls and I let it fly and everyone had the most amazing experience so all that to say is that's just one example as to why I'm constantly pushing myself out of my comfort zone. When we're comfortable, we are not growing. When we're comfortable, we're standing still. There is so much unlocked potential that we can reach and that we are capable of achieving. But when we let other people dictate how we see ourselves or what we can and cannot do, or if you suffer from imposter syndrome, thinking like, oh, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm credible to do that. I mean, you're holding yourself back. So when you really let go of caring what other people think and really just trusting yourself, like I retrusted myself last night with my sound bowls, like I am more than capable of doing this. I play with these all the time. Why am I not doing this? Just because a couple of people that have never been to a sound bath before had some, um, one of them had a stirring in her stomach and that was just her detoxing. But I, instead of going with my gut and knowing myself and knowing that she was detoxing, I let her experience dictate and, and make an imprint on me. So... By constantly throwing myself in. Now, another example, example, <laughs> example is flying. Flying terrified me. And I'm sharing these experiences to, one, humanize me, make me more relatable, but also to let you know that if I can do it, you can do it too. And experiencing the extreme benefit that comes from just doing the damn thing and trying it is just so freeing. So flying terrified me. I would constantly have anxiety attacks on flights. Um, I did not like it. Turbulence scared the crap out of me as it does with many, many people. And, um, but I never let it stop me. I refuse to let it limit my experiences. So instead of letting it completely take over my life and decide like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm just not going to fly anymore. Well, one of the things that my husband and I love to do together is to travel. And one of those things is traveling over the ocean. I have done it 
Let's see, I went to New Zealand, I went to Australia, I've gone to Europe a couple times. So I've done it maybe five or six times, or maybe six or six or eight times if you're counting the back and forth. And I'm terrified the entire time. <laughs> I constantly have to tell myself we're not going to crash into the ocean and just go into oblivion and never be found. <laughs> Oceans terrify me as well, just as much as flying does. Um, the life of Pi, I can definitely attribute it to um, that. That definitely played a factor there, the book that we were forced to read in school. Um Sharks terrify me. Everything in the ocean terrifies me. It's so unknown. And one of the reasons why it terrifies me, I hope this is super relatable, is that you are out of your control. You're out of your element. When you enter something like the ocean where you are no longer the biggest predator, it is scary. When you hop on that plane and you hand over your whatever's going to happen to the pilots and hoping that they are not overworked and hoping that they are solid and paying attention, hoping that the crew members who worked on the plane are not overworked as well. I mean, you're you're handing over your control. And if you had a traumatic childhood like I did, you know, control is the one thing that you really latch onto. And some of the work that we do in the 15 minutes of mindfulness, and I'm going to be coming out with more programs that really help dive into a lot of this work, is working on that sense of like over need for control um because that comes from lack of control in your childhood and previous experiences especially if you have um, been taken advantage of um, molested you know hurt by the people that you were supposed to trust the most um, control can definitely come out as actions later on which is definitely my experience so with all of that to be said Instead of letting these things that terrified me like flying or playing my sound bowls or um, creating my coaching program or even writing a book, yeah, I'm writing a book right now, all of those things terrified me and it's so easy to let imposter syndrome sink in. It's so easy to let those past imprints sink in and get to dictate who you are and what you're doing. And it's also so easy to let other people's opinions sink in. So... Learning tools is what I did. I learned techniques and added tools to my tool belt to make flights and doing sound baths and writing a book and doing these podcasts and do, being more vulnerable by adding tools to my tool belt, it makes it more manageable. The techniques help. So I'm here to share some of those techniques. You can listen to my other podcast episodes. I share techniques in those too, but you can also head over to my YouTube. I have hundreds of free videos for meditation techniques. Um, you can reach out to me. You can book a private session with me. Let's work together. Let's talk about it. I will be here because I'm so passionate about this. So I learned techniques that made everything more manageable. The key is not to eliminate fear, but to find ways to coexist with it instead. Similarly, as an introvert, I decided that my introversion wouldn't control my life. I took aligned action, finding a balance that worked for me, setting realistic expectations and constantly checking in with myself helped and you can do it too. So how can you add immersion therapy into your life? Here are a few tips. One, identify your fears. Just like identifying your emotions, when you name things, you take away its power. 
So take a moment to identify the fears or discomforts that are holding you back. Take a moment to think about the um, the narrative that you're telling yourself in these moments that is holding you back. Take a moment to think about the self-talk that you're experiencing that's holding you back. All of these things will help you grow. Whether it's social situations, public speaking, or something else, pinpointing the source is the first step and removing its power. Second step is set realistic expectations. Instead of pushing yourself to extremes, set realistic expectations. Ask yourself, what is manageable challenge for me? What can I handle? And work from there. Be realistic about it. Don't talk about, you know, something that you that's unachievable. Make it achievable. Make it work for you. So this approach prevents burnout and it allows for steady growth. The next step is taking baby steps. So many people want to just dive in and change everything all at once. I did not become this incredibly patient person, this vegan or vegetarian overnight. I did not become as healthy as I am overnight. I did not get as good as yoga as I am overnight. All of these things take practice. It's gradual baby steps entering in. So take small, intentional steps towards your fear. Break it down into manageable tasks, gradually increasing the level of difficulty and celebrate your progress along the way. That's such a big one, is is positively celebrating along the way. So why should you give immersion therapy a try? Because it's a powerful method for your personal growth. By facing fear head on, you expand your comfort zone and open doors to new possibilities. However, it is crucial to avoid burnout. Constantly check in with yourself, set boundaries, and be kind to yourself during the process. The way, the best way that I like to set, um, to check in with myself is sitting in a quiet place where you can be uninterrupted for several minutes and just closing your eyes Placing your hands on your knees and just asking, taking a few deep breaths and asking yourself, like, how do I feel about this? What is my level of comfort here? What are my boundaries that I need to set here in order to enjoy this? How am I doing? These are all really important things, and so many of us forget to just do simple little check-ins with ourselves to make sure that we're doing okay. So many of us just keep pushing on and just keep moving forward. And we and there's there's a lot of different opinions on that. I personally think that there is a pro to that. However, you need to be checking in with yourself because if you're just moving forward and pushing on and you're ignoring your feelings and you're burying things down, you're going to be setting yourself backwards. You're storing those emotions and feelings somewhere. So just address them along the way. Now, another thing that I love to do when I'm feeling super anxious in the moment, for example, when I'm flying, I like to, one, I have a couple meditations recorded. So if you want those meditations, just, you know, email me um, yoga at amindfulbliss.com. 
You can also text me um, if you go to my website, amindfulbliss.com, you can enter the contact form and you can fill it out and just ask me questions like, hey, I'm dealing with this fear. I'm dealing with this issue. What are some tips and techniques? I will always respond with them as long as I get the message. So one of my favorite things is to download. I have like downloadable um, meditations that I've recorded for like emergency anxiety attacks. I'm happy, happy, happy to share them with you for free. Um, but also I like to just focus on my deep breaths. Usually if fear is setting in, if I just pause and bring awareness to what's happening, I will usually find that my breath is like, because <sighs> my body's in freak out mode, right? So in these moments, I like to just pause. I like to close my eyes so that I have no other distractions. I like to put a hand on my belly and I like to make sure that I'm fully filling my entire belly up with air. So it's a nice deep inhale, feeling your belly completely fill with air, holding my breath for two counts, and then slowly exhaling through my mouth, nice and controlled. And you want to make sure that your exhale is longer than your inhale. What that does is that allows it to tell your body, like, hey, we are okay. We need to come out of this heightened sense right now so that we can respond at a more peaceful zone. <laughs> the wording is wrong on that, but you understand. So. That is just one technique to definitely use this. So go out, try diving into some of your fears. Don't let them control your life because they're stunting your growth. As we wrap up another episode of A Mindful Bliss Journey, I invite you to carry the essence of mindfulness into the tapestry of your daily life. Stay present, stay mindful, and turn the ordinary into the extraordinary. Until our paths converge again, remember that every moment is an opportunity to infuse your life with filled, mindful magic. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And until next time, don't forget to visit amindfulbliss.com for additional resources. Until next time, my friends, stay fearless and embrace the journey. Namaste.